In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Hey, hello. So what's going on in... in no, uh, stop asking questions, you. I'm going to ask you questions. Because everyone thinks we don't ask him enough questions, Hector. So where is it all kicking off in Mayo with the... With the, fo- the way the football's gone. With the hotels. Oh, it's awful, oh, isn't oh, it? Lord. Where is it? I, I think was, we... I was in Ballinrobe New Year's Eve. I, I think didn't hear we, a word about it. I think is it we, Ballinrobe? It's Ballinrobe. Yeah. We need to start being um, more vocal, the three of us. But you see, if you have an opinion now, you'll be shot down. You well, we should have an opinion. have an opinion. I'm starting to debunk people. Debunked? It's, yeah, debunk. People who are in conversations with me, in private, like when I'm having conversations with people and they say this, I say, well, what do you mean about that now? Can you just talk me through it? And then when you actually talk to them about it, they've just seen some Facebook page or they've seen some stupid article that's online. Like our problem is now, if you go online... Has the Ku Klux Klan moved to Mayo? That's what we're asking. No, they've just moved. They seem to be transient. They move the everywhere. The Neil. They're just outside. They've camped. They're Tra- moving transient. everywhere. Let's keep them out of it. No. <laughs> I just don't like these people and I don't appreciate what they're doing. And I was talking to people from Ballinrobe this morning who said it has absolutely nothing got to do with us. We're not involved in it. We're not uh, supporting it. And it's not nice. The funny, the, the, the funny thing I read was that it was, uh, uh, there's talks of 50 uh, uh, 50 yeah. men unvetted unvetted <laughs> and, and they're only a stone throw away from a crash I mean that's yeah. not right <laughs> what the fuck like what does it even yeah, mean that, like yeah. this why and, and another thing like what, how do we know it's 50 men like does anyone actually know that like it's all made up facts I've unfollowed people and stopped being friends with people on Facebook because be, I can't listen to the shit there could shit be young anymore. ones from Ballon Robe only dying for 50 men. fine looking books from moving to the town <laughs> there's a load of them at Ballon and there's a thing wrong with them that's it <laughs> So, and I'll tell you what, there's ones that haven't been moved in either that are there that aren't great. Should we be more vocal with our opinions mm. on this podcast? We should, yeah. I think we're, we've are we been too lenient. Right. Um, although I don't like giving... Have you been listening to the, the Free State podcast <laughs> or something like that? I don't listen to any other podcast. But I'll tell you what, I don't like. I just don't like people. I don't like vulnerable people being taken advantage of. I don't think. Anyway, I'm forgetting about us. For oh, you're, you're the Joan Burton of Irish podcast. <laughs> I wonder. No, do you know what my biggest problem was? Bloody representatives up there giving their opinion. You keep out of it. People have voted you into the council or whatever else it is. 
stay out of it. It's none of your business. You don't represent these people. You represent the whole population or the people who voted you in. I have a good mind to ring someone and give a piece of my mind. Larita, I like you. I like when you voice your opinion, Larita. And now, welcome to the open line here on THL FM. Oh, why can't we give Who's her... Who's on the line? Why don't we give her opinions? Right, go on. Who's on the line? I don't have any. And no, the other thing then... What the about prob- a bridge across the fucking Corrib? The problem with giving your opinion to the... Uh, you're only giving light to these people who don't deserve it, so... Maybe we shouldn't send about The that. world has gone mad. You can't, you can't voice your opinion. Just talked about nothing now for five minutes. So it's bet out of you. So the people are just fed up because if you say it, and look at poor old Joey Barton in England. Oh, I thought jo- you were say. Joey Barton. Yeah. Do you know Joey Barton, the yeah. ex-footballer? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just given out about all females on football talking football, and it's anyway. He's, he's getting Jared on left, right, and centre. But it. like, oh, I don't know what we're living in. It's social media is driving an awful lot. But, of it. but the problem is, you can have private conversations. And give your opinion freely, but don't give it in public or you'll be in serious, like, people don't like to hear your opinion publicly, do they? Do you like my boots? Put them up a bit They're higher. They're fucking quite no sleeky, man. There's a little bit of new romantic off them. Oh my God. They're a little bit ladylike. Like Are they women's shoes? In, there was a shop in Navin called Larry Gagan's. It was a woman's shop at the top of the town Tell opposite Fitz Simons's. It's like <laughs> you could buy a mother in, in Navin in 1977 could buy them in Larry Gagan's. Would you like to describe them to the punters? I would, yeah. They're women's shoes with zips up the front. There's a zip up the front. They look like a sleek boot that you'd buy in McElhenney's in that are boy. They, are they knee-high ones? They look like they knee-high. They, they, they look like they should be knee-high. Where did you get them? They're nice, like. They but look like somebody out of the You should be wearing pickers. leather trousers with them. Yeah, the, Soho is the place for those yeah, boots. Soho, is the Soho. Place. they're Not Soho Barna. boots. Even though Barna is very trendy, they're like walking into the Groucho Club in Soho at about three in the morning, going, "Do you look at me boots?" Or who's your man? He's an actor. Look at his boots. You where, should have a leather where, jumpsuit where did you on get with them? them. I got them in the actor shop. You got yeah. <laughs> in, in, in Soho. <laughs> Did you? I woke up one morning in the bed in Soho and, and whoever was riding the night before left them behind. So put them on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, that was... They're sleek, They're Tom. feminine. Yeah, it's, it's to zip to make you think they're... Th- no, they're very skinny you towards your ankle. Like when you stand up. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're not... There's a little bit of a recording the second album at the moment. Yeah, you need skinny jeans. <laughs> I'm like the 57-year-old bass player with the stone rose. Yeah, you are. That's exactly what Classic. you're... You need to wear a pair of skinny jeans of them. You see... Lorita, there's only one way to sum up what goes on in his life and my life. I'm going to show you my boots now. And this shows you the, the vast, vast difference. difference between two lads who are so alike in so many ways. But so different, yeah. Look at them for fucking Solomons. Look at them Solomons. They're climbing They're workmen yeah, boots. Yeah. They're fucking, they're the winter boots. They are they're winter, yeah. I remember seeing the ad for them on National Geographic. That's for people walking Solomon. down to centre. Ray Fines walking down to centre. <laughs> yeah, it's like an ad for climbing Mount Everest. It's trying to get to centre this morning at about minus six. Tommy, that's the difference. What's the benefit of them boots? They're, those boots. If I told you the price of those boots, you would absolutely collapse. They're kind of mountain no, I don't, boots. I don't, Do you understand these are the... These are, What's the benefit these, of them? These are expedition fucking boots, Tommy. But I you could, don't live I in an expedition. I could climb fucking yeah. Everest on these. But you live in Clairgoway. There isn't even a mountain there. There isn't even a. a there isn't your ADA four this morning. They drove to Salt Hill. Like it's an A seven Quattro. What is the benefit of the boots? The boots. These are boots that'll fucking stand the test of time. They're Solomon's. I can wear them in the jungles. I can wear them in Africa. I can wear them on the mountains. And I can wear them when it's minus three and I'm bringing a leave insert to school this morning on his first day back. Is it because they're keeping uh, your feet warm? 
Yeah, they are. They're warm. Tommy's on the and other hand. But can I can you even wear socks inside yours, Tommy? They're so skinny. Um, does your missus ever object to what you wear? Not in the slightest. <laughs> she just lets me get on with it because she's gone most days to work. So I just dress warm and snugly. I don't dress like I'm backstage at the fucking old grey whistle test. <laughs> Smoking a cigar or fucking Jules Holland, fuck's sake! But they are cool. I, I do, I do like the way you dress. Is this? I'm not sure about the zip. The zip, the zip is, is a, a bit. Why are we always talking about fashion on this show? But they are. We'll take a shot of these boots and we'll the take a shot of the other. Is boots. a bit like if there was a if there was at least a pair of laces. Ah no, that's that'd be too Tommy. orthodox. Right, so you're not going to wear skinny jeans, but you probably will. What, what about a pair of skinny leather jeans? Yeah, yes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have the Tim hips Morrison now to carry and a velvet off a pair shirt. of leather trousers now. Hips. Unfortunately, yeah. Why the hips? Because you need to be slim hipped. Tell me, you're minute. Like you would be able to carry them off. I, know, I will say that your first outfit on the Saturday night on the chat show was quite Blasket Islandy. It was fucking, it was Peg Sayers. Peg Sayers. It was Peg Sayers' uncle who lives out the back. Tommaso Crohan who rode into the island. Did you see him? And then he puts the hands together and he waits for someone to come round the corner. And then there's the, "Mm." and when Dylan Moran came round the corner. It was pure Navin that night. Fucking hell. Dylan, what do you think? He's got such an unusual accent. Uh, I think it's the dad. It's almost aristocratic at, at some point, does he get that from his mum? I think. Yeah, the they were always the Morns are always classy, oh, classy. Yeah, the Morns were always alternative. I and hadn't. I personally. Do you remember the cousins? Wasn't there? A, was there a Janet Morn or was she an actress in Ben Row? There was good-looking cousins from out the road. I, I just the Morns. The Morns had lived in a house. Off, up the bo- at Lumley or the Boyne Road. I passed the ramparts, and I, I yes. remember they were always into poetry. His dad was always into poetry. Anyone who well, the mother a, was a poet. Well, the mother was a poet. That's where they get the aristocratic. Well, the mother was a poet. Voice. Yeah, published poet as well. Yeah. And then when you asked Dylan, "What are you reading at the moment?" and he goes, "Not, I don't know," but he said, "I've read everything." He said, "I've read all the classics and all the sh- uh, the playwrights." Yeah. And he, he said, and to you me, know that he's read it." He said to me, "He he remembers being in school, and." He stopped going to school the day he realised he knew more than the teachers did. Now, isn't that a blessed state <laughs> for a young fella, isn't it? Yeah. That yeah. never happened to either of you, did it? Less of the guff. Oh, for fuck's sake. Fucking, yeah. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Joe and Burton. We'll be yeah. back at that. It'd be more like you to spend your time now stopping a hotel's been set in fire around County Mayo rather than putting manners on us. Anyway. Back to the uh, ceiling. So, so for, to, to wake up one morning and go, or the, the, for the penny to drop, where you're sitting there in class and you kind of know, I'm I'm streets ahead of these people. Yeah. Not, my, my, it's thought process. Yeah, not in an arrogant way, but just in no. a, a realising. So he gave up school? He, uh, he, just, he, just, he, he sauntered to yeah, school. Yeah, he sauntered. Um, school was... So... Um, uh, yeah, it was nice to see him and I wouldn't have hung out with Dylan a fierce amount when we were growing up. Uh, we lived in the same square, but we moved in different circles. Oh. Uh, so I, but we would have, I, we would, we would have shared the same friends. So everybody that was friends with me was also friends with Dylan, uh, but with their, with their two two circles um, never joined. He, yeah. and, and the lady who was run over by the train. Incredible! It, I I read that story at the time. I think she did an, an interview in the mm. Guardian, maybe last year or something. I around it, and I couldn't believe. It took me a while to picture it, put it together. But Jesus Christ, she was incredible. And the young fellow with the birds. I loved him as the well. La- the, go back to the lady in the train. 
she radiated beauty. Her smile oh, yes. and her fucking... Positivity. Po- yep, and she was beautiful. And she spoke with everything. Like, just the fucking... For that to happen. And then right at the end, you spoke about being bitter. and But then she said, it's my children that are going to use London. Yeah, it's yeah. frightening though, you isn't know? it? Oh my God. Every time I get on a train or an airplane since that, I read that. Or now I've seen her again, it's been jogged again. I'm always like, oh Jesus, be careful. You don't and fall the down. server stuck in the arm that'll work off electrodes from the brain. It was funny oh, when it's... you said, if your arm gets infiltrated and it starts going up. There. Did I say that about the hand job? You did, yeah. They left it in. Have you ever, no, you said it. it you said it'd be I, have too a, I have an awful bad mind. You said of a filthy mind. Because yeah. she was saying I mean, how it could crush things, you know. All oh, right, okay. And she, then the boys at the end. Love those the Mongolian pound singers from Ratot. They're living in Ratot. <laughs> they are. They're living in Ratot now. Stop. In the, in the Tibetan takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> That's closed. The Nepali, the Nepali boys in Ennis is closed. They're sure. doing up that. Yeah, the Mongolian. They're living in Ratot in a four bedroom. There. They're, they're, they're brilliant. They're class. Your I loved the boy with the birds. Oh, well. your man with the birds. They're a stamp. That bird that went to Africa and mimics everything it's hearing on its way back. So it's like a passport of what countries it's been to. He was brilliant, wasn't he? He was lovely, but the the information that I was amazed by was the idea of there being a bird belonging in Florida, born and reared in that place, and every ancestor of his coming from that place. And next thing, a fucking storm comes, and he's lifted, and he's fucking thrown down in Belmullet. Yeah. I, I, I never realised that when storms moved across the Atlantic like that they could take little craterines like that and like plant people. them down but isn't it incredible yeah. yeah you know what I mean all of a sudden you're going from the hot swamps and the gorgeous heat of Florida and next thing it's fucking wild wind and rain and mayo for Sam like how do you yeah, yeah, it, yeah it, no. It's like the refugees having to be fired into Belmont. Yeah, but why don't we find or, out more things like this, Tommy, in the world that's happening? Because they're really interesting things. I suppose that's because everybody's should, too busy paying their fucking mortgage actor. That's why, like paying their what the mortgage. Yeah, that he was, had a lovely way about him. He had a lovely. He looked like he loves Metallica. He loves his metal. The way he spoke, he was so genuine. There's a bang of Jesus off him. Very much there, so. There was. Jesus. But a then when Jesus. he goes, I have a lovely sound for you here now, and it was almost like there was split second waiting for it. And then he just played it. Now, I've started following him in the meantime on Me Twitter. Too. And the other day, he's put up a sound of a, the wind hitting the gate, a cow gate, the typical wrought iron cow gate that's all the over five Ireland. Barrel. Did you hear it? Five barrel. And he said, it? here's the sound of the wind hitting a cow gate. And it's like chimes. And then you can hear a bee coming through. And I just said, fucking hell, man. He's what about my, the cod, he's my though? my new favourite man. Huh? What about the cod? I would never have. Mm. I did think it was like an old man mm. farting. Was it like that? Was it? Yeah. The cod. And they're a big mass of fish. Yeah. That was incredible. Well, I ordinary thought was people, brilliant. ordinary people telling what they're doing. It's just, it's a, it's a, it's It was a very engaging show. Yeah. All in all. Well done. First yeah, show. Yeah, no, well it's done. Well, it's the researchers, isn't it? They're yeah, the no, it's brilliant. How, like, but it's a good deal. How they've managed to find those people. That's the, I'm just sitting there talking to them like, uh, yeah, we, yeah, we could be waiting for a bus. Time. Do you know what I mean? That's the nature of it. I'm, I'm just waiting for the 1820. Uh, to, you're a, yeah, to Virginia yeah. Vietnam off the bus and you're just you know whoever sits down beside you that's, at the bus but they stop. find them the researchers find them and they you know they, they the researchers then have chats with them to see if they sort of do an interview with them do yeah they, they have to to, to to vet them didn't he reinforce you know? the power of being outside and being mother totally. and that is just 
it's in, in, it's, immeasurable. It's how serene he was, you know, his, his personality. Happy. Yeah, yeah. Just, the love just coming like out not, of his eyes. And not stressed about stuff like. Yeah. You know, probably has his own stresses and all. And it was interesting to hear his, about his diagnosis for... It was also funny the way he's, he... Um, I, he, I, he, did, he didn't like making eye contact with people. Yeah. Somebody who's going out with women, he'd, he'd say, "You have to sit beside me. We can't look. At, you can't look at me." That's yeah. brilliant. Imagine. Yeah, excellent. Good kindness. Anyway, excellent. anyway, um, it's funny. The yardstick I use is for the Rean was lying on the couch, the nineteen-year-old, and he's lying on the couch and he watched the whole show, and I found him fixated with. He's studying product design. And when they started oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. talking about the Oh, yeah, that would have been fascinating. But when you get that age group watching it, Tommy, he got my ring got up the other morning. Oh, no, going to bed the other night. It was frosty and foggy. And he goes, uh, about 11 o'clock at night, he turns around to me and his mum. And he goes, I'm off in the morning with the boys. They're picking me up at five in the morning. And we go, what? Yeah, I'm going climbing Crow Patrick. So he went and climbed Crow Patrick the other morning. Lovely. On a frosty morning. Did he like it? Four of them went in the have car. They, have they changed the the, the ascent to Croke Patrick? They've made it better. Have they done something with the shale? The, no yes. They've ca- what have they done? For two years, local lads on a bit of a scheme have put better footing in the whole way up. By, oh, really? steps. by using the natural, not exactly steps. It doesn't look like steps, but they've cut into the rock a little bit and they've made it more accessible and so not as slippy and they've used the natural rock and it's been a two-year project. So he went up at five in the morning the other day and he climbed it and then... I could hear him closing the door at five in the morning and then at 25 past eight or a quarter to nine or half eight, I, the first pictures came in on the top of Crowpatrick and it was unbelievable. Was, that, was the idea to be, be, first to be there for the, the dawn? Yes, and the first Sunday of the year. Oh four young lads, four 19 We need to do it someday. I tell the you. three of us need to climb said, it. He spoke about it brilliantly. He said, Dad, I never knew it was so beautiful. I never knew the climb was so hard. And he said, look at the sunset, look at the sunrise. And he showed me six or seven photos. Here's my 19-year-old talking about sunrise. So it was a clear a day, was it? It was a beautiful day. Foggy in the beginning and then a beautiful sunrise over Clue Bay. And um, was there, uh, was it Claire Galway lads? That did yeah, you four with? young lads. What, you? I wonder how they got that idea. I don't know. What? Would they be all regular mascots? <laughs> no. Well, now let's just say now they were no Jesus. Like, would you know one end of a thurible from another? There was a great priest. <laughs> there was a great priest in Lacca years ago, and when the boys were doing their communion, his name was Father Des, and his 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 catchphrase was, "Now let's all stand, Jesus." And we'd all we'd all help each other. Jesus was on the cross. Oh, brilliant! He's long gone, but he's playing golf now, so he's happy. So that, that's an that's an amazing thing for a young fellow to choose to do, isn't it? Just to beautiful, to, yeah. But we were worried about the fog and the frosty roads, and we just then will you go go slow? Because he said we're going through Ballon Road, we'll turn off in part three, and we'll go up the over the bog road, and then typical parents, will you please drive slowly? Because it's going to be a frosty morning. Bad road over from yeah, bad road, and then went to Westport for the full fry. Then about half ten that morning and then he was home and back in bed at twelve o'clock his legs we said we were in bits class it's brilliant it's and do you know John Lennon owned one of those bought one of those islands you know there's 365 in islands Bay. in Clue Bay which represent obviously every day of the, of the year and John Lennon bought one of them not like the other island in the Caribbean <laughs> oh, oh. What island? it was the long list That's the shame. long list of lovers islands when you got a phone call it is Island. Lord Jesus, the shenanigans. Stop. Huh? The stuff they were getting away with at the beginning of the 2000s. Very huh? si- very civilised to My male. word. That's some list, isn't it? We're so not allowed to talk about stuff like that. You're not allowed to talk about anything. Have you seen the list? I've seen a few names on it. Go on then. Who's on it? 
Anyone that's dead, you can say their name. Oh, they're a fucking prince. Gandhi. <laughs> uh, Red Hurley. <laughs> Is he still in it? Oh, stop, he's still alive. Is Red Hurley not dead? <laughs> Red Hurley was Archie Gemmell. <laughs> For Scotland. Jimi Hendrix, no, you want to check out the list. Love Island, huh? Right, anyway, so we're going to go and climb Crow Patrick and then yeah, we're going we to go to a bar afterwards downstairs, or down at the bottom. And, and we could do three points, Campbell's. please. Yeah, afterwards. Yeah. Superb. Even though I did climb it once and I swore I would never do it again. It was hell. It was torture. I hated every second of it. But because it's Mayo and it's a it's pilgrimage just a, it, trip. It's just, my memory of it is that the shale. Yeah, and you're slipping all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but if they've made that, they've done. More they've done a job on it. Wow. But there still are the people in the middle of July that'll that'll climb it barefoot. And yeah, everything. there's an iconic picture, and it's on cards and all, and it's of a nun climbing Crowpatrick in her bare feet. And it was my aunt. It was like back in the. Of 70s. course, it had to be one of your aunts. Well, it was my aunt. She was in her full habit, uh, no shoes on, and she was only a young nun. She's probably like thirty years of age climbing Crowpatrick bare feet. It was like on the pilgrimage day, whatever it was first. Third Sunday in July, is it first? The faith is strong in the Bluets. Is she still in it? No, she's passed away. Is your do you have a, do you have a nun down two the aunts. country? Yeah, two aunts that are nuns. One of them has passed away, and a bishop, obviously. So we're very strong. And, and how's the other nun? She's good. She's in Galway here in Salt Hill, Taylor's Hill. Is she of an age? Yeah, she's of, she's the youngest of the Bluets of the my father's uh, sisters, but she she's uh, she is. Very devout so and ha- very opinionated. How many uh, siblings, like how many was was in the father's family? There was eight. Eight of them. And how many became religious? Well, one of them, my uncle who's passed away since and had a family of seven himself, joined the priesthood uh, in Ireland but left and went to America. He just didn't, couldn't take it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he went to America and he brought up all his kids there. I saw a few of them when I was over. And so two of them became nuns. Two uh, out of how many girls? Out of uh, five girls. Wow. And was it the smart ones that kind of went on to be nuns? The oldest and the youngest. Uh, was was mm. that the vibe back then? If you were good at your books and if you were good at this? Well, I don't know. One of them became a, one of them was a, a nurse as well. Um, and the other two went to America. And one of them, they both worked in America. And did the nuns ever talk to you about, oh, Jesus, I... I wonder what it might have been like to have kids or a family or no. But my older, the older aunt, the one, so the two, one of them was the principal in a secondary school in mm. Clare, and the other was the principal of the national school in Clare. And the one that was the national school um, teacher was the one that was very much. She was very close to us, and she used to spend all her summers with us. Mm. And um, and she and would she take a drink. Yeah, she'd have a little Baileys, oh, she'd yeah. have a little Baileys and ice. And oh, the nuns love Baileys. Oh, do you know yeah. what else she used to drink? Which she used to kill me in her latter years. And I was like, what? She used to, we used to have to buy her bottles of Buckfast. Oh, no joke. Like, From the Abbey. Yeah, you'd have to buy her bottles. I used to say to her, what are you doing drinking this stuff? It's disgusting. And she got as a, as a As a teenager, you know, you'd be getting Buckfast and drinking it down the river. like. And then you're there getting it for your aunt who's a nun and you're like, what are does, you doing? Does, does, did Buckfast make you hyper drunk? It was a tonic it's wine. A ton, it's a tonic wine. So it was black and it was fizzy. It was disgusting. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. was the buzz speedy and drunky? Yeah. And that's I why, don't it's, know. Popular. She'd have a that's why it's popular in the hostel houses of the country at about five in the morning. A Buckfast, cold bottle of yeah. Buckfast. She used to have Buckfast. And she wouldn't drink much now. And it's then the, spe- It gives you a lift. It's very syrupy. Yeah. Sugary. It's basically like fizzy molasses. 
is how I would describe it. Yeah. Um, so the other one then doesn't drink and would always have like be given out to you for drinking. Now, my older two sisters were always, they, they had high hopes for them because they used to invite them down to the convents for the, for the summer and they'd have to go and stay in the convents. I never got that call, never was never was asked to stay over. So they knew there was something wrong with me from the get-go. But they were always... You would have made a great nun, Loretta. Yeah. Could you imagine, You would have made a great nun, Sister Loretta. Just the... What would have been my strong points? Your breasts. <laughs> I'd be breastfeeding children out in Africa. Yes, I'd, I'd be, be a, one of those. Uh, yeah. You'd be walking around Africa and there'd be thousands of kids running out. You're going for the hug. Milk, yeah, milk, 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 milk. Up, My fella's going after food trucks. What <laughs> do you, when you're calling sheep to eat here, 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 here. Um, but my sister told me the other day, she lived with another girl in Galway and they were both single. I st- my sister and her friend and she used to write letters to God all the time for them and she'd be saying prayers for them all the time to meet a man and to meet a man and to meet a man Um, she's she's yeah she I get stories from her sometimes on Instagram people who listen to the podcast used to be taught by her and stuff like that Tell, uh, how are the sisters getting on in Belgium and America? So they were both home. Katrina's home at the minute. Katrina uh, is in? Katrina's in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Uh, massive Irish community over there and she's got the kids playing football and stuff over there now. And, Settled in. Um, <clears throat> Does she yeah. have the guns? She's She hasn't fully broke into the guns just yet, but she's... Down to Walmart. It's on the way, yeah. She's, a, she's Down the rifle range. She's spending, she's spending every Saturday in the in the shooting range. A couple of Glocks and an AK-47 yeah. for himself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just buy a pr- Christmas presents for everyone with small guns, handguns. Like a lot of the women that she knows, so... Carry guns. Carry, they have them in their handbags. Little, little po- pocket pistols. Yeah, so, so she walks, the kids go, get picked up from school at quarter past seven in the mornings, right? And so she walks them down <laughs> to the end. With her AK-47. With a fucking pistol. <laughs> Really here, right? So walking the kids down to school, get picked up on the bus. And there's a house across the road that's been renovated. Took me about a half, ten minutes after she left, the man that was sitting in his van to get started on renovations was fucking killed. Like this fellow walked past, wanted his van, shot him, pulled him out, drove away in the van and threw him out halfway down the road. So she's like, carrying There's now. a lot of shooting where she's from because she's in... It's like, it's like Clindalkin. <laughs> Will she carry now? Will she carry now all the time over there? She's well. She's to practice first how to use them, and you can like in Costco. There's always special offers on um, gun safes. Like uh, you know. Walmart, you go into Walmart. And Costco's a big one now. Costco's the industrial oh, size yeah. supermarket where you can buy guns on. You know, I, don't, I think you can buy a gun in in Georgia pretty easy. You don't need to do too much background checks. Right I'd, I'd 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 have the night vision goggles. Oh yeah, oh, the, I'd have these vest. boots on as well all the time. <laughs> You'd be fine. You could go straight out Tommy. Camouflage gear. Tommy be less suspicious oh, yeah. in the zip up boots. Night vision binoculars. Yeah. There's somebody coming down towards the house. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have all these infrared stuff and, and set up telescopes. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Floodlights. The young friends would be afraid to call to the house in case you shoot them. You know, well, over that's there. the thing. They, you know, Americans say. People don't call to their house unatten- like uninvited or unannounced. Like, Shoot them. Because, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I know some man over there is massive into the hunt and he loves sending me pictures of... But you see, they've... they've uh, uh, hunted about uh, poor people? No. <laughs> what do you do? No, like, <laughs> fucking deers and stuff like that. Like, there's a, over there in Mississippi and Alabama and especially in Georgia, you, instead of going to the driving range to drive golf balls, you can go to the shooting range. Yeah, shooting range. range. Now, the shooting range could have a boutique boutique downstairs. Shoot shoot Mexicans. (laughs) (laughs) Coming across the border. Border control. 
beep, 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 beep. And they just like clear, them. clear pigeon shooting. Release! <laughs> Jose! Release them, Jose! Abre la puerta for the Mexican! What's he saying? I have to speak Mexican. <laughs> and they just fill the drive with these little Mexicans. Stop it! Stop it, Hector! Abre la puerta, Jose, for fuck's sake! <laughs> and your man would have or a semi I'm going to go around with the fucking shovel digger and then pick them up after. No! And you fell a clip golf balls and it's right and rich. I'm an Irish, I'm an Irish, I'm an Irish. Stop, don't encourage him, Dexter. You're not allowed to have an opinion anymore. But over there. <laughs> <laughs> Over there, you can have a steak upstairs in a lovely restaurant. Yeah. And then you can go downstairs with the ladies, with the girls, have a glass of champagne and go in and use your your own guns. Hen parties. And then you can go down to a boutique store downstairs that not only sells hardware, assault, semi-automatics, AK-47s, but you can go into an area where if you have a Glock, you can have a special lovely handbag by Chanel that fits the Glock in there. Yeah. And you can spend... Personalise it. Yeah, personalise and you can buy lovely bags and lovely stuff for ladies who don't want to look like they're, they want to, they're, not, they're not, not carrying all the fashion of the gun. Unbelievable. And the first billboard I saw when I, when I got onto the highway in, in Tennessee was... Dry shooting range, you oh, yeah. know, that's, call one eight hundred. Gun, gun, gun. Shooting range. But you, you, you never hear of women using those guns. How do you mean you never heard? Of them? You, you never. I've never heard a news story where because uh, women are more Tommy, sensible. They they, yeah, but they, they, they use the they guns if they need the to. If they if they need to. When we filmed over there, I went into a, a hairdresser's in a little village outside of the city, about 10, 20 minutes outside of Atlanta, uh, Atlanta City. And it was a little, small little area where all the doors are open and everyone carries and there's no crime here. And I met the Lord Mayor on his Harley Davidson. I walked into a barber stroke hairdresser and I met the boss and she was there and she showed me what she was carrying. She showed me she had a pink Glock in her handbag. She had another Glock underneath the till and they, they used them. They use them. When you say use them, what do you mean? She will use them. They're ready. They they threaten with them. Yeah, you said she will use them, but how does she use them? She used it the year before when somebody came to her door. She shot into into the air to scare off somebody, an assailant or whatever happens. Like they're not carrying these things for the crack. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is a deterrent. And in this area, guns are allowed in this little uh, parish just outside Atlanta. So what's a f- so there's a semi-automatic. What what is a fully automatic gun? Isn't that is it semi-automatic? You have to reload after about fifty bullet, twenty bullets. A fully automatic just, it just go round and round all and the time round. itself. <laughs> suit you, well it would fucking suit you. I'd probably get too carried away if I was living over there. I'd probably be at the fucking shooting range every weekend. Something like two hundred fifty million guns or four hundred million like, guns in circulation in America. Yeah, it's mental. Guns. And you ain't getting them back. No, you ain't getting them. No back. matter how you do, you're not going to get them back. I said to my sister, "Can we go? Can I go to Nashville again?" And she lives three hours away from Nashville. So I said, oh, "Could we get a train or something?" She goes, "Oh God, absolutely not. You could get killed. Don't edit the trains. Like there's some really rough parts of Georgia that she said, like you just don't mix and you just don't go to." What has she said about what is the coolest thing about Atlanta? Why? Well, she loves. She does love it. They have a good quality of life there, as in they can head off you know, on a Saturday morning, two hours away, three hours away, they're in a completely, you know, different state. They they could go for trails. They've just, the weather, the weather is the biggest thing. Like the whole time while I was away, I didn't rain once. Like, Savannah, Georgia. It's cold and it's, yeah, Savannah. Um, and then they're right on the border of Tennessee. So yeah. they're close to all of that. And they've just got, like, yeah, it's the deep south and it is a bit unhinged. Racist. <laughs> Racist. Very racist. But, but apart like, from, I mean, I suppose uh, it, it would remind you a lot of parts of Mayo. Apart from the racism, it is lovely. <laughs> There's some definitely bigger racist and pockets. And Robbins Mayo. really come on leaps and bounds. And apart from the racism, yeah. the lovely place to bring up and a apart family. And the racism, sorry, the racism, Ballinrobe races or racism. Ballinrobe races. racism, July the 6th <laughs> to July the 9th. They're going to have their own week. Ballinrobe races about the Ballinrobe races. <laughs> Malinrobe Way mo- off I'm off to Malinrobe For the racism <laughs> <laughs> I'm a horse running the Klu- In the Ku Klux Klan hurdle <laughs> And they're off With the Ku Klux Klan hurdle And it's It's arson fire Over the last And it's petrol bomb And Molotov Followed by Not in our town <laughs> And it's AK-47 Followed by How's like If your daughter Married one of them Get them out It's coming With a late run Get them out We're full But like, uh, no. no, so uh, she does. She does like it, and the kids are fine in school and all, and it's because they're in they're in a public school. They're not in a private school, but it's in a good area, so it seems to be fine, you know. Um, but my cousin, where my cousin is, the bishop, he's in Patterson, New Jersey, which is a really, really, really rough mm. area. His brother Brendan, he's an attorney. He says to me, "I said, do you go out much?" There he goes. Oh God, no! You wouldn't be able to leave your car out there or anything. It's like dangerous, and and yet. Kevin, who's only 53, um, is very, you know, much in touch with them all and like committed to that, you know, kind of seeing them and spending time with them and living amongst them and, you know, he doesn't mind it. Like, it must be tough. Out I don't know. I, it's, it's part of it's storytelling, though. It's part of it, if you, the more you talk about a place being dangerous, the more afraid you feel. <laughs> well, in Ireland, maybe, but in America, it's actually dangerous. 
But as in with guns and with crime and I think it it's probably poverty is the biggest totally. thing. You know, poverty is inequality. That's the biggest I've an problem. awful grow for California. Mm-hmm. Even, I, even <clears throat> I was watching some movie the other night. Chinatown, set in Los Angeles, actually. And uh, even just the look of the weather on screen mm. made me want to be there. Mm. The in early, San Diego? Uh, or it was, it was, This was set in Los Angeles. But anywhere, just the early morning light, the feeling of being close to the Pacific Ocean yeah. and the fresh <clears throat> air and... The desert, and I just my mind always goes back to what it must have been like for the Native Americans who were living there, the first peoples of California, you know, living in fluency with rock and hawk mm. and buffalo and ocean and teepees, yes. canyons, and squaws, yeah. squaws, yeah. say hello to the squaw. <laughs> so, well, it would be, yeah, have an awful grow for well, and that's Katrina's lucky where she is because she has a really good climate. You know, it's cold at the minute for like basically about yeah. a month, and then the temperature goes up. And do the kids have little racist stacks? Oh, them? they're fully American, yeah. Mommy, I hurt my leg. They all talk like full they, on. They didn't talk like that when they came home for Christmas. No, they didn't come home hey, for mom, Christmas. She came where's home my boots? Own. No, it's all mommy. I want to go to the toilet it's oh it's full of, they're full on Americans but they're right? only there for three weeks <laughs> yeah, that's well, typical Mayo anyway, they're at school they're, they're at school they're, they're mixing all their friends are American how can you stop that like I mean well, the youngest you one went to, to school at Midwest only, Radio nine hours a day by the pool in the 42 that, degrees yeah. heat it's all like oh my my mommy where's the trash can it's oh it's they're full on like full on Americans and then the worst thing she did, I can, can say that about Katrina on this podcast, she doesn't listen, but the worst thing that she did was she sent home fucking fridge magnets with the kids superimposed onto oh, like a, a, a lake. You know the Amer- you know how the Americans oh, yeah, like, do that? Hey, this is yeah. us at Lake Tahoe. Yeah, you know how the Americans do that thing at Christmas cards? Oh, God, they put the whole family yeah. in the Christmas card in this end of the Christmas cards. Well, she got individual fr- fridge magnets and my brother sent her a picture and said, it didn't take you long to settle in. So it's full on like to, to dad. Is that like, when they went up to the lake for a weekend and Lake Blairo? Yeah, and it's all like, mommy, look at me in front of the lake. It's all that sort and of is there any is there any hassle between like, remember you were saying about the 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 war, one of the wars that's going on in the minute. Yeah. And that the information that the Americans are getting yeah. and the information that you're getting, mm. that we're getting. Because we have a proper, yeah, news so, and access to it. So in terms of them kind of feeling close to the Americans in power, the cousins in power, yeah. and you kind of feeling as if we're, we have a, there's a diversion of paths here. Yeah. Are, they're not feeling that at all. App. They're, you know, you said, Hector, that we're not allowed to say it, have an opinion on anything. In America, you're less allowed to have an opinion on anything. So they're not able to say anything about anything over there. Well, they just keep their opinions to themselves and don't share them. And like the biggest problem is with work, you know, if they have an opinion, they can't, they just can't, just cannot give it. So they have to keep whatever they're... Unless it's, unless it's super positive and harmless. Like if you believe, yeah. if you believe in angels... Uh, or you know stuff that's yeah you know that is Oprah is Jesus yeah that's fine all that stuff is fine but don't get into any or that Trump is amazing yeah it's Trump is still a bit of a controversial figure there even though yeah he is but still um, that sort of stuff you could have an opinion on it if you were cute enough but the other stuff that's going on at the minute 
no opinions. Like, keep them to yourself. Don't share them. Don't, you know, because you just don't know who you're giving that opinion to. Okay. So you couldn't dress one of the kids up in, like, a Palestinian flag and send them to school? For, for flag day, no. <laughs> flag day wouldn't be, it'd be great, it wouldn't be great to put them in a Palestinian uh, jumpsuit. No, it wouldn't be at all. Um, so, no, they can't share those opinions. Killian plays basketball. He's tiny, little white boy. And he plays basketball and with the local YMCA and they're all tall black kids and they never pass him the ball <laughs> and he can't understand racist, that's yeah, racist. racist. <laughs> only white child around yeah so he is um, he loves he loves basketball but he's definitely uh, will he stay for a few years yeah they could stay for five years and then maybe wow. extend it um, but it is a, a good experience but it's, so. it's a kind of I mean yeah the, the climate is her favourite part of it though like the weather is just brilliant like she lived in Galway where it never fucking stops raining ever ever there's some part of Galway every single day that rains I'm convinced of it it's got the the highest amount of rain fall in Ireland yeah it It didn't even rain that much in May late December into January was pretty incessant wasn't it but isn't isn't the frost now yeah the frost is lovely yeah yeah. it was Turlocks no wonder they call it Turlock Moor over the road from me oh it's flooded there were fucking lakes and swans loving it we are just where I'm living is just land the flat land and Turlocks and just rain full of rain and then the frost has come Frost, that's lo- lovely well, I love the frost and the blue weather. skies, but not the rain is depressing. Do you ever yeah. think that she could live there for long periods of time? <clears throat> it's, uh, I don't want to get into the habit of wishing me life was elsewhere mm. or thinking that, oh, once this is done, I'll be okay. So it's about the here and now being fantastic. But I suppose part of that is being open to yep, whatever might happen in the yeah. future. So you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know what would happen. Yeah. Like a friend of mine who is American and has a business there and all that, because I'm always saying how I love America, you yeah. know, and anytime I'm there, he's like, I can get you a visa. Like, I could get you on my books now and get you a visa and you could come and live here. And then you're kind of like, oh, you know, when it actually, when it goes down to it and you get the opportunity, you're kind of like, yeah, I think holidays to America are better mm-hmm. than actually living there full time. I think I'll go back over and see that the, when, I, when I met a load of the Boston crew at Nan Evelyn's fun- funeral, all the Boston cousins, there's a great... Or a Boston is uh, Ireland. It's yeah, just, but yeah, but there's the something, there's, there's, it is a good sporting city as well. There's something about... And would they be on the edge of criminality as well, those lads? Like, could, could go over and rob a bank? <laughs> Spend a day with them. Our town, the Ben Affleck movie where no, everybody's no, involved let's in just something. Say, let's just say... That What's the name of the parish? It's uh, Dorchester. Dorchester. Oh, I let's lived in Dorchester. Say, oh, my I wife's family, Dipner was born in Dorchester. Dorchester. My oh. wife was born in Dorchester. You say nothing to the cops. One Patrick's Avenue. Well, she was born there. She raised North there. Monroe Terrace. That's yeah. where I lived. Dorchester, and now they're all out in Quincy. Um, well, oh, that's nice, Quincy. Is that they the water? Pizza. They have a they they have a massive money laundering operation. <laughs> to to, to uh, they have a huge business called Pat's Pizza, who did the catering for the Ted movie, by the way. Oh, class! And they're very good friends with the Dropkick Murphys. All my wife's side there oh, in yeah. Dorchester. But I like Shipping it. Up there's to something Boston. different. I know it's I know it's Ireland and all that over there. A lot of Irish, but there's something about the Bostonians. They fucking they're different. They're good crack, Hector. Yeah. What's your man's name? That, that, what's your man's name? Mickey yeah. something that fucking criminal that used to bait people over there. The boxer. Oh no, White. Uh, oh. Boxy White. Boxy no. White. Bulger. Bulger. Whitey Bulger. Whitey Bulger. Whitey Bulger. <laughs> And House oh, of Pain and all that. There's something like, I, I'd like to go over there because of the I pain. I do want, there's fucking 
Just fucking just go over there for a while and get involved with some local trafficking. <laughs> trafficking narcotics. You can bring some butter over or something. Oh, no, yeah, just trafficking dairy gold in and copious amounts of dairy gold. Tea, oh. tea. They so love six, tea as well. six containers arriving at the ferry, you fucking dairy gold and put you in. The, could oh, you imagine? Yeah. From with the Wahlbergs and the, <laughs> the Wahlbergs, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you meet at six in the morning down by the jetty. Donnie, 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 hey, is that Puccini from Ireland? But uh, no, look, that's the connection there. But I don't know if I could live in America. No, there's nothing stopping you, Dolorita, from moving. Really, is there? No, there isn't. I suppose you could move there. But I, like I, li- I lived in Boston for four months, and I loved, I loved Boston. And it was kind of. It was 20 years ago, so it wasn't as... And anyway, Boston is like living in Ireland. It's not... It's so Irish. Like, you walk down the street and you... Like, you could be in Galway or you could be in Dublin, you know. we, Me and Audrey were walking down the street one day. This taxi driver pulls up. He goes, girls, you don't look like you're from here. And we were like, we're not from here. We're just after oh, arriving. So... And hey, it was a taxi. Oh, the, oh, the wind is going up his skirt. <laughs> and he goes, get into this car immediately. You're in a really bad area right now. We were like, we will do no such thing as into the car with you. And we said, sure, you could be a big axe murderer or a killer or anything. And he goes, look, I'm Irish, I'm a taxi driver, but I just know that you're not in a safe place. So where do you live? I'll drop you home and don't you ever walk down the street ever again. Like it was rough. It was so rough in Dorchester because Dorchester was, it's much more funkier now. I was there recently. Yeah, Dipness cousin, one of, the, one of the lads, Bobby was shot. He was shot there. Every single night. night. What the, happened? He was at the supermarket. He pulled in, he got it shot. In the fucking tie. Just in got shot, a random shot. He got shot. There was a fucking hold up. Yeah. And Bobby got shot in the tie. Bobby survived. In the tie, in his tie, guys. In his tie, here. Oh, in his tie. He got shot in the tie. One of <laughs> Just the, for the listeners, one of, Louisa thought he had to meant T-I-E. Yeah, I did. That's what you were saying. It's if tie. he got shot in the tie, he fucking died. You never people don't know how to pronounce your T-I-E. He got shot in his trousers. He got shot in his trousers. But I told you that the her cousins would be there Tipton has studied Spanish for years and they go, you still fucking studying that spick language? So it's just gone. What happened to Bobby? Like so, Bobby got shot. So what happened? So he drove down to the shop. at 7 o'clock in the evening he got shot at the local at the local fucking liquor store. Yeah. 7-Eleven. It's all 7-Eleven. He got shot. He and, was shot. And, and, and did they find the guys who did it? No. It was a fucking, they never find the guys who do it. They never find anyone who does it. He just got shot and he was all right. He survived. But if like Was he traumatised by it? I don't know. He, he, Bobby, of he Bobby was. got on with it. But these are... It's interesting. Does he have a limp or anything? No. <laughs> he still he works for... Through, I think he, he worked... All of them over there work for Union 323 or 317 What's or 319. That? The way it works over there is genius. It's like the county council in Ireland okay. and it's all run by the Irish. And over the years and over the generations, the Irish have worked their way from driving the trucks and gritting the roads and doing that to going into the office, to going up the office and up the ladder and up the ladder. So it's just like the NYPD. The top of the top are Irish and they run it. And it's the same with the county council in. So it's if you work for Union 323, you're the snow guys. You're on the snow patrols. You grit the fucking roads. We're yeah. fucking our own guys. I take care of my own guys. I've yeah. got 800 guys in Union 323 and we fucking grit the roads because we've been gritting the roads for fucking years. Yeah. And we know how to fucking do it. Minus 40 fucking seven. And that's what they do. And then if you're in 316, then you're in charge of the windows on all fucking civil servant buildings because we're the fucking window guys. <laughs> my grandfather came from fucking Ross Mark. Yeah, he didn't yeah. have a fucking window in his fucking dad's cottage. We're fucking in charge of the windows. So the Irish run Boston. And that's why you're saying it. So they've they've, they've gone up the... And then when you're, you're man the mayor, 
Marty. Marty from fucking Connemara's great grandfather, Mohin Hanar, for fucking us Connemara. I guess we Marty a lot. But that was the that was their heyday when Marty was the Lord Mayor or was the mayor of Boston from Connemara. Yeah. It was like fucking Derby O'Gill. And he was wearing the Galway he was wearing the Galway jersey. But that's how they run it. So that's how they, everything operates. That's definitely right. With hey, great times. That's all I want to say today. Hey, no more fucking. You tell Bobby I said hello. You tell, tell Bobby I'll tell you all in Pat's Pizzas in Dorchester. Dorchester. They have a fucking great operation going there. They fucking know how to make pizzas in Pat's Pizza. On a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and three hundred and sixty-five day returns. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds.